1: Hey Stars fans, it's Jeff K, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to
2: Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey guys, welcome to Starcastic Remarks. Chris is my brother to my right. James is my brother to my left. My name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook and Raycon for being our sponsors. Use that promo code THPN the next time. You are there using their services. Speaking of services, the Dallas Stars needed the services of multiple people tonight, including one Roa Robertson and a Rope Hints, and especially a Jay Gottinger tonight, as the Stars finally get a win. And they win not just a win, but a past sixty minutes win. And they beat this the best team in the Western Conference tonight by a final score of three to two. How are you guys feeling tonight?
0: Hey, we won!
2: Yay! <laughs> um it, and I I have to go to the confession here, guys. I'm sorry. Uh we're we're gonna, we're gonna go to confession here for a second. Uh I, I left the room. I, I when when they weather was, fan. I know, I know. I was walking Shame. out of the room because I could not I, I couldn't handle it. I, I was just like they the way they played, especially in the second and the third, just and then it's just gonna be all over because of stupid crap like this. And I left the room, because and literally, Jordan. ten seconds later, ten seconds later, they literally score. And Amanda literally called me on my phone. I was here in my in the studio, in my studio,
0: which the is my studio,
2: <laughs> my the studio, which is my closet. And uh, I had to basically suck it up, go back out there, and admit that I was wrong and thinking that they were gonna lose tonight. So, stars, I'm sorry. And you know, I, I have to, you know, confess my miscomings when I don't The
0: think stars have shown this year that they are a team of drama. They like the drama. I and don't. they're back to their dramatic ways that they were had in the beginning of the season. And it is fantastic. I loved it. The whole game was just fantastic overall. The fact that there were only four goals scored is insanity. Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> the goalies yeah.
0: tonight were fantastic. And normally I would make a snide comment because we were playing a backup goalie like, oh, the Stars always make the backup goalie look fantastic. Okay, this dude, Brussois,
2: Laurent bassois yep. Dude's insane. Yep. Yeah. Well, it, the I think the biggest thing you can look at is the fact he's only in his third game this season. So he's he hasn't played a lot in a full calendar year just because he's been so hurt. And he's kind of been relied upon the past three games. And I swear, if that's not the save of the year, I haven't seen another save like that. I mean, yeah. that was—I I mean, it was Chris, preposterous. It yeah, it, it was, was ridiculous. You put it best, Chris. It, that is probably one of the best saves I think I've ever seen and watched live.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I literally—I—I I, I stared at the screen and my face was completely blank. Yeah, <laughs> I, wasn't, can I was. You ask hyped. Cooper. I was—I was like completely dead. He made inside. that save and I was so excited for him. I mean I was just so happy he's yeah, such an incredible play. I mean I was so I was so done with it man after after Sagan not not getting the goal like a second faster the other night and then that happening tonight to him it's just like I thought we lost at that point.
0: The the, yeah. the only save that I've seen live that was better was uh the Capitals in the Stanley Cup finals, the paddle they called it the save in Washington Oh, the, the whole defense, yeah. act on the goal yeah. line in game five,
1: I think to save the game. That's the only save that was better than that one. I got the, my, my greatest save was actually from Otters. I got to see Otter Rob Tyler to in game four.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: That was, <laughs> that <another>. was awesome. <laughs> I, I still think
2: my favorite save I think I've ever seen is the behind the back save by Andre Vasilevsky.
1: It's oh, yeah. just that was crazy.
2: freaking ridiculous. Speaking of which, side tangent: the Tampa Bay Lightning were outshot forty-five to eighteen tonight, and Tampa Bay won three to nothing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> sounds like Tampa. Yeah.
2: It, t- tonight has was just ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean, go, when you look, go at this, read ridi- some stats. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, it was a
1: weird night.
2: Before we get into the game tonight, yeah, James, just go ahead and, and just mention some of the scores tonight because it seemed like everything was just completely off okay. tonight.
1: So. One of the scores was six to five for the Columbus Blue Jackets over the Oilers, where McDavid and Jack Roslovic both got four points in the game. So Jack Roslovic is as good as McDavid now. Uh, you Connor had who? Connor. Who <laughs> correct? <laughs> you you <laughs> had the Ducks and the Hurricanes play tonight. The Ducks, uh, the shots on goal is what matters in this one. Ducks shot fifteen times. The Hurricanes shot fifty three times. Oh my god! And the Ducks won <laughs> three to two.
2: Oh my goodness. And the other
1: weird one tonight is the Devils played against the Flyers. It was a 7 1 victory for the Flyers, and there was all seven different goal scorers.
0: And it's there was a
1: goalie d- goal. Linus oh, yeah, yeah. Omar awesome. by scoring a goal <laughs> just... against
0: the Vancouver Canucks, which, to be fair, is basically an AHL team. So we might have to count it in half, but still impressive.
2: <laughs> just it's I a mean... crazy night. And the thing, and again, the Stars game as well. I mean, like you could say that that was kind of weird yeah, was, as well because you fully expected Vegas to win the game, you know. Well, four minutes not remaining. That.
1: It's not just that the shots were 43 to 43, and there were only four goals in the game. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just,
2: just freaking ridiculous. Um, And you know what? I'll be totally honest with you guys because I was completely negative for about. Half the game, especially the first period, uh, excuse me, the first period. especially the first period. And I was even more hacked off with the second period, not because of I was disappointed in the way the stars played, but it, I felt like that it was going to be the same thing again. And we were going to lose the game again because of what was happening. I mean, what happened? Stars are not really getting a whole bunch of chances that... The power play is not working for them at this point. They had a five on three. They couldn't score on the five on three. They had two other opportunities. They they didn't score on those. Uh, they get scored on first and then literally two minutes after they get a goal. And again, it, it's that idea that it, it takes something else to get the stars going. They can't just get it going themselves. So. I I, I'll be totally honest in the fact that I thought we were going to lose this game in the middle of the second period.
0: I'm going to fight hard on that second period argument. The stars were all over them, the entirety of the second period, even before the Knights scored the goal. The only reason we didn't score was because of the goalie, Bruce I'm going to keep saying his name like that because I can't say it correctly. Um, yeah, so the Stars just had a fantastic second period. The first period, absolutely, totally agree. They sucked. The second period, they were all over them. There was only one reason they didn't score, and it was that goaltender right there. Well, they did score one eventually.
2: So well, let's talk about a couple of things tonight. Uh, first things I want to get into is, I mean, the, the, just the fact that the Stars win. Um this is not the way they probably want to win. And this is not the way that I was hoping that they would. I mean, I mean, I, it
1: doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter, right?
2: Ex- Five exactly. games into a loss. It doesn't fair. matter. You won. <laughs> and that was going to be my next statement is the fact that, yeah, there were some things that I didn't like and what happened in tonight's game. But hey, who gives a freaking flying flying fruit loop because they actually pull out the win tonight. So I, I think that's the most important thing of anything.
0: There's so much to be so happy about, too, though, in this game. I mean, just the overall mental toughness that they showed tonight is far better than any of the past five games that they had. I mean, they started out this game terribly. They were awful. Uh, They had a four minute power play in which they couldn't score uh, in that period, too. And they were still outshot by more than twice as much. But they rally back and play a really good second and third period against another really good hockey team. And sure, Ottinger held them in there in the first period, but after that, that was an even game the rest of the way throughout. So after the first, the Stars played a very good game. Now, that is always our problem is not being able to play 60-minute games, but you got to at least admire the mental fortitude that they showed tonight.
2: And I was going to completely 100% mention that. Is that was another thing that I was really negative about because I was expecting a full 60-minute effort, which we didn't get again tonight. But at the very least,
1: we still got the win. Um, and, and, you, and, you know, you didn't see it from the other team either. Because, I mean, the, the second period was the true. exact flip that's of true. the first period. Yep.
2: The, and I don't know if you all noticed about the first period. I, again, I was really frustrated about this, but... Uh, Vegas two on one. Uh, Vegas oh, yeah. two on one. Vegas two on three. Vegas four on two. Especially lots in the first and period.
1: Lots of all and,
2: exactly. And the thing is it, that was even more discouraging to me in how the Stars played in the first period was that two of those were during the Stars four minute power play. I mean, they were gifted a second power play because Carrier said something on his way to the box. Yeah. And they couldn't take advantage of it. And on top of that, they they were allowing these odd man chances. And I was and I, I was thinking, oh crap, this is just like the game, uh, our, our our previous game. The the previous game against the, the Blackhawks, that was yeah, I mean, it wasn't but, three on twos, but it was all two on ones and odd it man was. rushes.
1: But here was the difference for tonight versus last or the other night's game. It, we were breaking up the odd man rushes this night. I mean, not every single one was getting passed across and shoved into the back of the net. I mean, we were we were getting to a lot of them and we were breaking them up. And I think a lot of those odd man rushes have to do with the
0: terrible play by our defensemen. I mean, Miro Haskinen has 28 minutes time on ice. No other defenseman has even 19 It's because we can't trust anybody else. We put other people on the ice. We put Miller out there. He gets dusted multiple times. I think there was three odd man rushes that he gave up on his own. Uh, Hanley's out there for the second goal. He only played tonight six minutes and still managed to give up the almost game-winning goal, which also, why is he out there on the ice when Eichel is on the ice? Once Eichel's on the ice, you call him to the bench. No matter what's happening, Hanley goes straight to the bench.
1: So. I I don't even think that was the problem with that goal. He just completely yeah. lost Eichel. He just lost him. Eichel fast. Was like he wasn't even he wasn't even looking at him. He looked away for one second. Yeah, and he lost. He him. just lost the best player on the other team. Yeah that 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 what? that and that's that's what my problem with that was. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was just a absolutely terrible play by Hanley. I mean, and I praised him before of being a great seventh defenseman. In this opportunity time. that he's getting recently, he has been ter- he's been and, unplayable is what he's been
1: he has not gotten over i feel like minutes. i feel like it's it was kind of weird tonight because we did actually play him as a seventh defenseman tonight instead of trying to throw him on the forward and because i don't know he if that play forward last game he shouldn't have been playing forward ever in my opinion that's not his I mean, position he shouldn't be playing it that's but, fair but he's he can't play can't either i think it kind of i think it kind of messed messed him up quite a bit because tonight it felt like he was a lot more forward than he was supposed to be. Well, in the position that he's in, we got
0: a lot of other guys who can do that job that he's trying to do. And he did a very bad job at it. He is very replaceable in that, in that spot.
2: You have to kind of look at the circumstances though. Right now, Chris is the fact that we are in, you know, less than a week now to the trade deadline. And if the stars are going to make any kind of moves, if you make a move now, that takes like a little bit of that chunk of space that you might be able to have, and if that little bit of space I, is I what's going to get you a player like that, and, and it's because you call up, no I, offense, Marion Stukenie. I
0: understand it's a cap, so. it's a cap thing, but that doesn't change the fact that Hanley is terrible. He's unplayable right now. That's my only point. It's fine to leave him on the roster, but just bench him the whole time. Just don't play him. I mean, essentially, with what he's doing right now, he is not playable.
2: I, I disagree i think he was putting he's been put in a bad situation he's being asked to I mean, to play stuff he's not supposed to. He,
0: what good thing has he done the past three games
1: if he's in okay. a bad spot where he's not supposed to be don't put him there
2: okay I, but like just I really like, wished, just like we, many players we
1: trying to put him as a forward i', I think that was a bad decision but then and, we play and him that's defense fair tonight, but and it's awful
0: yeah but like the last two
1: games
2: <laughs> right and so it's don't like, don't like everything's against, against him position. Well, and the the other thing about this though, Chris, is the fact that he's he's not getting regular shifts either, and I know oh I well, he's why should, he's he not getting regular shifts because he's not in the top six. He's not viewed as a number six defenseman. His role yeah. why is, is, he not a number, six is number seven. He's bad. He's not bad. I just I, I highly bad. disagree with
0: you on that. Well, but that played okay. tonight was awful, and he only well, played. That was his like that was only his fifth shift of the game.
2: If, if that's what we're going to argue about tonight, then uh, then I'm okay with that because we got to win. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, true,
0: but we have to call out when a player is unplayable. That's all, that's um, all I'm saying.
2: I, I did want to talk about this from the first period as well. And this is something I wrote down. I wrote like a paragraph after the first period because I was very frustrated. Um, the only other thing that I haven't mentioned yet is I thought there was still a lack of compete and a lack of urgency in the first period. And I did not think we saw it at all, really, until after the first goal was scored. Was it better in the second? No. Was was it better in the second period? Yes. But that lack of urgency, that killer instinct that I still have not seen from this team yet, did not show up even just a little bit of urgency until after the first goal. And And you can argue with me about all of that. But the fact of the matter is, recently... You could go back probably two or three months. The stars have mostly been chasing the game for a good portion of it. I would be curious to see what the stat is on that. But when they tend to play better, once the other team gets a goal, once the other team gets a goal and they're down, then they get a little bit of a kick in the pants and they're able to figure out their lives. Yeah, what but, team
1: doesn't? <laughs> yeah, but see, well, lots but of my, teams like that.
2: <laughs> but that's and that's fine. But if you want to be a team in the playoffs that's going to be considered a true contender, you got to look at the way the Carolina plays, the Boston plays. And that's the expectation that I'm trying to hold this team to. And that's why I was frustrated.
0: I just don't think that's true. I mean, the amount of shots we had in the first 10 minutes of the second period was yeah. insane. I think
1: I think the urgency was right for the first 10 minutes of the game. We looked very lackadaisical until like the first the first official timeout. And then after that, it was still bad, but it wasn't like absolutely awful. I mean, we, we didn't get a shot on until eight minutes into the game. Yeah, but the second
0: period we dominated. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we waited for them to score. We were on top of the entire time. That was their one chance and they scored on it. We, we, we dominated that period the entire time, not just after they scored.
2: Hey, guys, this is Ryan here. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes in their life, which is all well and good and everything, but most of the time, it's pretty unrealistic. Each year, one of my New Year's resolutions is to eat healthier, and it seems like every single year, I always give up on it pretty quickly through the beginning of the year. It's mostly around January. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can actually make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. My Raycons are great each morning that I go out to run my mile run. So whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycons has got you covered. And yes, Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair in a spare and still, Pay less than you would with some of the other guys even if you know you'll love your raycons as much as i do raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase they offer buy now pay later options and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee there's lots of great features with these raycon products but one of my favorite ones is the custom gel tips that comes with it because my ears are incredibly small, so it's just great that I can find something that fits my ear well. And then the other thing I really like is the noise isolation. Sometimes it's just nice to block out the rest of the world and just listen to your music or to whatever podcast you're listening to. So are you ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash thpn to score 15% off byredconcom slash thpn. <laughs> hey guys, it's Ryan here. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can be get a no-sweat same-game parlay every Day, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in and place a same game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. I really want to see the Mavs do really well. So, with the recent acquisition of Kyrie Irving to the Mavs, I'm just going to be taking the over every single time on DraftKings Sportsbook on his point totals because I don't know. I'm just hoping that me betting on that is going to help him inconspicuously get more points. I don't know. I'm just going to be looking at that. Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKeen Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. (laughs) So uh, I guess we can talk about the let's talk about the power play for a second. Um, it's bad.
1: It's just not scoring, I, I, man. It's, it's just so not scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I guess should look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. If you look at regular uh, statistics, right, you look at regular statistics, you look at the fact that the stars are like two and 32 in, in the last. I think it was like 15 yeah, games or something like that. Some game, some yeah, stats they put up there. <laughs> that looks terrible. But the thing is, if you go and look at the advanced statistics for the Stars, it's just they're not going in right now. I don't know. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous what is going on with this team on the power play. Something has got to go in our favor at
1: some point. Do they have an expected
0: goal stats for on the power play?
1: Yes, I don't know what it is, but I know that we're like top of the league still in expected goals on the power play. That, that would it's, be an interesting stat to find because it, it does feel like our power plays think, are
0: very good and they just don't go in.
1: I, I think some of it has to Police do with, with getting to the net once the shot is on the net. Because they're, they're the the Pavelski chance on oh, the net tonight. Geez. If Hints, if hints stops in front of the net on the other side instead of skating around behind it, the puck goes it's straight true. to him on the other side and slams it in. Empty netter. Like stop in front of the net when you have a chance like that. Yeah. You're not gonna be able to do that like ever.
0: And we kind of mentioned that in previous episodes too, how you need to just
1: jump on the puck as soon as it gets into the slot. So, and I don't, even, I don't think that it's jumping anymore. I think you just have to be there. Yeah, just stand there. <laughs> yes, stand in front of the
2: net. Uh, let's talk about the goals here tonight, and then there's a couple other things I want to talk about. Uh, but the Amadio goal—that was, that was ridiculous. That was <laughs> that's just a great play. play. <laughs> that's a great play, yeah. and. I mean, I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. I'm like, really? Come on. And
0: yeah, uh, it was totally against the flow of play, too. I mean, they had nothing. There was nothing yes, going. That is, and that's just yeah. a great pass by McNabb and a perfect finish by Mario. And there's nothing you can do about it. And to y'all's
2: credit, talking about how we were dominant in the second period, I mean, all of my notes are the Pavelski slap shot uh, from the, from the uh, slot. Sorry. Uh, Ben had a point-blank chance. Uh, Hintz had a a chance. Haskinen had a chance. Uh, I mean, and this is just in the first 10 minutes. Uh, Hintz had two more chances after that in the first 10 minutes after that. And then, you know, at the nine-minute mark, I wrote Dallas is pressing. And then Amadio scores that goal. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So, anyways, great shot, great pass all around. Otter, probably not expecting that to, to go in like that. And then let's just sing the praises of a 19-year-old who just, I wouldn't say came out of nowhere. We knew he, how good he was. He was coming. <laughs> but my goodness, Wyatt Johnston. I mean... The, the
1: puck into the net.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. Yep. Put and, his body on the line to score that goal.
2: Well, and I mean, how... You can't just talk about how great of a goal it was. It was a great goal, period. But the it was such a clutch goal, and it was a... 100% a goal that they had to have and that they needed. Yeah. And, it was at the right feel, time.
1: And you could feel that we were still pushing after they scored that goal. I mean, it was the same pressure the rest of the period. It was just, they were just able to get it in this time. Someone mm-hmm. finally
0: made an individual play is what it was. I mean, mm-hmm. and what a play it was. I mean, he looked like a soccer player out there. Kick it right through his stick and in. he almost kicked it in the net on accident. He looked like he was lunging for it to make sure it didn't go in before he got his stick on it.
2: Uh, this next point I wanted to talk about before we get to the to the two goals in the third is four, at the four-minute mark after we come back from commercial, I loved seeing the emotion from Sagan. I don't know about you guys. He looked pissed. <laughs> and I'm like, more of that, yes. But the last more. two games,
1: I, I I would be surprised if he wasn't. Yeah, especially with the way his chances have been going. He has played great. He's, He's
0: had so many shots, so many chances, in. And- like literally in the overtime, the greatest yeah. save of the year, probably, at least top five. And he, he doesn't go in. All he has to do is throw it at the center of the net. He does the exact right thing and it gets stopped. It's unbelievable. He has and, eight shots on Golden Knight. Yeah. Eight. It's,
2: it's ridiculous. ridiculous. It's crazy. Who else <laughs> had
0: eight? Rope hints. Rope
2: hands yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say that that stat I was actually going to pull out of my butt, too. But the, this kind of goes into the next thing and the fact of. Who who do you think was the most snake bit player tonight? Because I mean, we talked about hands, we talked about it's uh, still Sagan, Sagan <laughs> but no, but no, freaking Joe Pavelski tonight. Joe, I thought Joe
1: Pavelski had about he,
2: three I, or four chances in the yeah, first he two have periods, scored,
1: but I mean, Sagan is still more snake bit than he is. <laughs> Sagan had eight shots, Pavelski had
0: three. My argument is
1: over. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Pavelski technically
2: had four because that that post doesn't count. But he
0: didn't, he didn't technically have four. Oh, what? Technically, he had three.
2: Whatever. But theoretically, he had four. I I really hope that now that we've got that you know five game winless streak off of our backs, maybe maybe that can finally get some of these players like Pavelski, like Hints, like Sagan, and it find just re- like relax their hands a little bit on their sticks. And then finally start playing hockey again and getting getting more of those chances to go in, because that was another big thing that I I noticed tonight about this team.
0: And that's exactly what Razor said at the conclusion of the game. He was like this. This feels like a game that can turn your
1: season around. It can be a springboard into the rest of your schedule. And that is 100 percent the case. It's literally the perfect timing because we've had like two or three nights off for like four games in a row now. We're going right back on to the game on game off schedule for like the rest of the season. <laughs> but we got a good couple of favorable
0: matchups coming up. We got Vancouver day off, Arizona, then right back against Chicago the next day. So there's your chance to get a should streak.
1: Be pissed at. <laughs> there's
0: a chance to get a streak going right there. I mean, those three games I'm not going to say, like, you got to win all three, but you really should.
2: And it's crazy to look at the schedule and look at the last three teams that we played and think that we lost the two games that we we should have and then won the game that we probably would be okay with losing because it's Vegas. So this team is so bipolar, I swear.
1: (laughs) I hate them <laughs> right now, at
0: least I, I, th- I feel like I, I said this during our, during the bad times. That's what we're calling this from now on the bad times. Um, It's the right time to go on a losing streak it is it really is a little bit before the season. You get a good month yet. and a half to get out of it and to get back into the swing of things. It, I mean, right now the stars are aligning for us to get going. Oh my again. gosh! You're so funny, Chris. No one has post. Post. ever said that
2: before. In the podcast, right?
1: I've well, never heard that joke before.
2: Petrangelo hit the post in the third period, and uh, my heart sank a little bit. I was like, "Oh, please, no!"
0: I thought it was a um, crossbar. Actually, he hit the crossbar.
2: Crossbar, post, whatever, same thing. The side- it went- one is a lot scarier. He hit
0: the sideways post. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, anyways, uh what did y'all think on the Eichel goal? Cause I thought
0: that he just got lost. it was just, I'm not, I'm not going to give my opinion anymore. <laughs> <I'd> be, he, <laughs> he just got lost. <laughs> he just got lost.
2: He just got lost. And I, I think really what it comes down to is it's arguably probably our least talented player on the team versus, we're, uh, yeah, versus the Vegas best argument. talented player. So,
0: so I think... first I'm going to, who I should have blamed more earlier that is a stupid decision by Pete DeBoer. What are you doing? I don't know if he just got outchanged or if that was a conscious decision, but no.
2: I think he got. I think he just got outchanged because I, I mean it's the third period. How do you get outchanged?
0: Yeah, don't no, get outchanged in the third period <laughs> with five minutes left.
2: And then, I mean, and, and here's the other thing that kind of popped in my head as we talk about the second goal for the Stars here. Robahan scores with 38 seconds remaining. Crazy and. First things first. Before I even talk about the goal, when I heard that it might get called back, I'm like, "Yeah, I thought like, sure
1: it was gone, I, yeah, that's that's it was exactly gone
2: for exactly sure." Exactly what I thought. I was like, "You have got to be kidding me!" Like, you, we've already had two that, that, that like two other games that that's happened to where we thought we had a game tying goal, and then it got called off the board. And then just the last game against uh, the the Blackhawks, it looks like Sagan. Ties the game, but it's too that late. Inspires. So I'm just thinking, like, of course, this is just our luck right now in the middle of the worst slump of the season. And I was fully expecting it to come back. But anyways, they, they did, the start different compared from the first period and then the second and the third that I thought was the biggest thing. They just threw the puck at the net. And that's something that they've been getting away from, especially during this losing streak. I mean, especially in the third period. How many times did we notice that, you know, they just got it up to the point and it looked like there was nothing there. And then they just threw it at the net. Who gives a crap? I mean, I mean, if it if it, the only thing you can't have happen is have it have first person get the block shot, you know, of the of the other team. It's got to get through the first person at the very least. Because even if it bounces around in the slot or something like that, or around, that still gives you an opportunity to get the puck and have a rebound chance. So th- that's something that I really noticed and I really appreciated more from the Stars. And that's exactly what Ropa Hins did. I mean, it wasn't a fancy shot, right? It was just a. It wasn't a point shot. It was a little f- closer in, but I mean, Bereswal never saw it. He he, absolutely one hundred percent never saw it. And that's why the thing goes in. That's why the puck goes in.
0: Yep. And the Stars are also very good at 6-on-5. I mean, all year that's been consistent. We have had a very good 6-on-5 percentage.
1: Which is and then, weird that we can score on the 6-on-5 but on five the power play right now. Right, makes very no
2: weird. sense. And then we would be amiss if we didn't mention the 100% MVP of the season right now, Jason Robertson. He's not a... 100 only foot player he is a full complete 100 hockey player i mean just the things that he does it, it, it reminds me so much of brendan morrow now they, they play
1: well, the, re- the hard-
2: reference
0: the play first so re- okay the, yeah. the, the knights are going down two on one with an empty net and jason robertson gets all the way back lays out and saves an opportunity to tie the game up kicks and it off from yeah, from he, his he, stomach. <laughs> he was on his stomach, and he kicks the puck with his foot. To
1: like, make it go the other way. And, like, and we score off of that rush.
0: And that's a top 10 goal scorer in the National Hockey League, playing face first on the ice, just trying to get the puck away from the other guy. I mean, that is some humility there for being the best player yeah. on your team, and you're charging back to try and save the game.
1: And he has the primary assist on the goal, too.
0: Yeah. And the primary assist on the, on the goal afterwards. <laughs>
1: So yeah, he was, was inevitable. Funny.
0: The dude was insane. That's the only time we see him on the score sheet. But if you watch the game,
1: you oh just know boy, how good it. he was, and that's insane. The first but, line was crazy. It was ridiculous that they didn't score like four goals tonight. Yeah, it's just
2: uh, he, he's a complete player. And and by the way, I, sh- I should mention when I say that he's like Brendan Morrow it's something about the heart of both of those players. I can see the heart that Robertson has that I saw numerous times from Brendan Morrow. They're nowhere close to the same type of player. Brendan Morrow was the power forward in your face. I'm going to punch you until we win the game. And then Robertson's the quiet, you know, I'm going to get every single goal and just be in the right spot at the right time all the time. So that's, but that that's that. But that's the similarities between those two players. That's what I meant by that. And then uh, the ensuing overtime, that's – I mean, that is exactly what three-on-three hockey should be. That's what it's
1: supposed to be. That is what it's
2: supposed to be. be. And we could have – I could have – I wanted to watch five more minutes just like uh, – who was it that mentioned I think it was Razor that mentioned it. It's like we we could – I would have wanted to watch five more minutes of that.
0: I I thought of another fun rule for to make three-on-three overtime great
1: again. No offsides. I have no I think Take the, the, away the only offside. thing the the best thing I have seen for that is is a half court violation in over. That was my
0: initial thought. Yeah, but I'm that. trying to mix things up now, so I'm going no offsides for the remainder of the season. Does that even help? <laughs> no, <know. laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I think my thing is is that once you enter the offensive zone, then you can't exit it. No, that's too much. That's why we go been, court. You get a little
0: bit more room. Uh, or you just okay, move sides, and then that. everything's fixed. I, I could see that, but
2: and then uh, in overtime, uh, Robo and Hints they would not be denied. And when it went to shootout, I thought for sure we were gonna lose. I really did because mostly because of that Bereswa's save. Again, we have to mention yeah. it, Mike. That's the only thing I wrote for overtime. <laughs> that's it. That was because perfect. I was I was so focused on the game and like how how good it was, how fun it was to watch, and then. I saw that and I was just completely dumbfounded. I just, I stood up from the couch and I just went, Oh, 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 oh. like what?
0: Well, uh, how would, you, you should have mentioned Jake Ottinger's name at least seven times. Cause he gets seven saves in yeah. the three on three overtime and a couple of gigantic ones. I mean, that guy in the first period and the overtime, he was the best player on the ice in those parts. And in the shootout, obviously which is stoning what? two of the best, shoot guys in the league and i forgot Not which rude, power play yes. it
2: was exactly for the for the vegas golden knights it was, the, it was their first one was it the first one that he had two gigantic like left pad saves i mean that yep. was immediately huge and the fact that they were able to get that from him so i mean great great all around it, we needed this so bad we really did i mean I, I think that's the biggest takeaway out of this game tonight you won yeah, that's literally it. So biggest and winner? Then, Winners. Biggest I'm just gonna say the stars. The stars. <laughs> I don't care. They the, won. The, I know Very just deep the analysis. Fact they got the win. Just the fact they got the win. I don't care.
1: James. Uh like, goaltending. My word. Forty-three shots on both sides, only four goals. That's ridiculous. Wyatt Johnston
0: ties for the most goals for a teenager in Dallas Stars history with none other than I. M. Valnachushkin. Oh, biggest loser. Yeah, that's exactly the reaction I had. Oh. <laughs> that's what I that's what I did when I saw this as well.
2: Can you believe that was 10 years ago now? That was 10 years ago when he made his rookie debut.
0: Weird, right? I know.
2: Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, that makes me that. Hey, if y'all, if that makes y'all feel old, how do you think I feel? Makes me feel even older than that.
0: It makes me feel like you should give me your biggest <sighs> loser.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, do y'all have a
0: biggest loser? James.
1: Ryan doesn't have one. Uh, I'll get mine in a second. I I, I don't know. It, it was a very weird night. I guess uh, Joe Pavelski, I'll give it because he should have scored. His back-to-back nights where he probably should have scored a goal and he just didn't. Y'all are being too nice.
0: Nils and Miller tried as hard as they could to get my biggest loser tonight. They tried everything they could. And they still failed. Joel Hanley still gets the biggest loser. Oh, my goodness. You can't lose the best player on the other person's team with five minutes left when they are skating into your offensive zone.
1: Yeah, that should be the only thing you're How looking at. How do you
0: lose him? He's in the middle of the ice. Just look forward.
2: Oh, Chris is going to be on this for the rest of no, the time. No, I, I was and upset. Every time about I see Hanley, too. I'm going to scream.
1: <laughs> That's my new trigger.
2: Just sing Joel Hanley's name.
0: Hanley, I hate you. (laughs) Oh, man. I thought I was actually supposed to sing.
2: No. Well, my biggest loser tonight is the sports bettors because every single game ended up being not the expectation tonight. How about that?
0: They probably got a money line or something. Oh, he's gone. He didn't even get to <laughs> comment on my quip. He might actually be gone, gone. Okay, well. Oh, no, he's back. Ryan. He's yeah, back, right. Ryan. We can wrap up yep. the show. Sure. Oh. <laughs> All
2: right. Woo-hoo. Go ahead and check out Sarcasticandmarks.com. Thank you for being our sponsors to Raycon and DraftKeen. Thank you to both of them. Along with Chris and James, my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. I'm ending it pretty quickly so that my internet doesn't give out. And we will see you guys the next time the Stars play, which will be... Monday. Monday. Monday At home. And we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you guys are listening. Stores win. Three to two. (laughs) Dude, we forgot. Chris, you got to do it real quick. GG, boys. Bye, guys. Sorry, we forgot. Sorry.